Simplicity, where we discuss intentional living, minimalism, and searching for meaning in a world obsessed with more. I'm Mick. I'm Craig. And together we run a website called ManifestSimplicity.com. We post essays, short thoughts, recommendations, and our rules for living a more meaningful life. Oosh. What are we looking at on today's show? Why would you say oosh? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just got to the end. I was excited. Yes. I was pumped all day. The intro is done. Oh yeah, intro. What are we talking about today? Uh, well, today we're going to look at baby changing bathrooms. Being in the moment, truly in the moment, is such an amazing feeling and how people meet their significant others. Oh. It's an interesting one. I want to know. I want to know. I have one, but I want to know. I want to know how we met each other. You're like my you're like my podcast and website significant other. Oh, babe. How did we meet? Two became one at work. That's correct. When two became, became one. This is another singing episode. Isn't it? <laughs> we should sing for an hour. Um, I would be fine with that. I love to sing. I know you do. Um, yes. Whose turn is it to answer questions? Yours. Okay. So, tell me, Mick, what made you happy this week? Uh, oh, no. I want to know what made you angry. Oh, okay. What right. frustrated you? Sorry. Right. So I need to know first. We're, what are we? We'll be three weeks through Frugal mm. Feb. So we're coming up to the end of Frugal Feb. Mm -hmm. um, I was a little miffed because I was forced into some situations where I had to make some purchases. Were they valid purchases or were they like were they consumable purchases or were they non-consumable? They were consumable purchases. Okay. But I was like two weeks in, actually like 15 days... Wait, what's the date today? Today. It can't have been 15 days. Definitely hasn't been not. 15 days. Today two. is the... We're recording this on the 10th. Or okay. the 11th. One of the two. So it's just over two weeks. Yeah. Just over a week. Yeah. Less than I really didn't last that long. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, I was forced into a situation where I had to make some purchases. Me and the boys got... I got called to go and pick up Ezra because he was ill at nursery. Right. So I had to go and pick them up early and I like rushed out of the house and forgot to take my key with me. Uh oh. So got back to the flat, rang the landlord in a panic. I've got an ill baby, can you come and let us in? He was like, cool, it's gonna be an hour. I was like, right. There is a tea room at the back of my house. There is. Which we then went to because it was either that or sit on the doorstep and I was like, well, I can't really like be in this tea room for an hour without buying something. So I bought Luca a milkshake and I had a coffee. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was nice, but I was like, ah. But because you forgot the key, the yeah. power of the key. The key, the key ruined me in that situation. However, I had already also bought coffees for me and you when we went to have our photos taken. Yes, we did. And then on the way to work today, I could feel myself falling asleep at the wheel, so I bought myself a relentless. Ooh. So those are the three things I purchased. Which but was... they were essential purchases. You didn't, you didn't just frivolously die, oh, I need, a, I need to go to the tea room, I need to have a drink. And we made the purchases because we were in somewhere due to bad weather. Yeah. And you were saving yourself from crashing the car while falling asleep by getting a relentless. So all valid purchases. Yes, I, I can see the argument for allowing the purchases. I can also see myself being very annoyed mm. at having to make them. Like a little bit more preparedness and I would have been fine. Remember yeah. your key. Find somewhere where we don't have to pay for a coffee to use their room to take photos in. Um, I mean, take a coffee with me so I don't fall asleep at the wheel. All of these things I could have prepared myself to true, do. True. And it was my lack of preparation which meant I had to spend money. But so, you, you didn't dwell on it, you've started again, right? That's it, I'm back on it. There you I'm go, back on straight it. away. Um, the other thing, I'm, I've am i got two that I'm a little bit annoyed about. Oh, do you, do doubling up. <laughs> double, double, double down. <laughs> doubling down on the annoyedness. Go on. No, this is only a minor one. Um, I have been training, running, training for, again, for the last three weeks. And I missed my first workout. Oh, I saw your post. Oh, yeah, I saw yeah, it. It was sad. So I... It was, it was me making a conscious decision not to go and run loads of miles before coming to work and mm -hmm. then recording podcasts and then getting up really early to go and pick up the boys. Smart, very I was, clever. I didn't sleep very well. And then I was like, I've got all my running stuff ready so I technically could go out the door. Um, but I was like, I'm just, just, I'm just gonna not put myself in a position where I could die again. Yeah. Um, so I stayed in bed instead. And what Which, did you do? Did you read while you were in bed? Did you do anything productive? Podcast. Good. I prepared for today. 
Good. Yeah, so I did something productive. Um, it just wasn't a physical pursuit. So that was the other thing that kind of miffed me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I can see why that would miff you. Yeah. yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I like to excel in all things. And if, if missing one workout is like, that's not that bad. The goal for you is really high. Like the bar is really high. Yeah, the bar is like... So what, the opportunity for disappointment is, is vast. So what I saw was, I saw, I saw myself telling Anton that I'd missed a workout. And he was like, nah, bro, you can't miss a, you can't. And I was like, well, I kind of had to. You do realise you just mentioned Anton, I guess. <laughs> I just love him. <laughs> can't help it. Unofficial sponsor, Anton. <laughs> this, this podcast sponsored by Anton. It's completely ad-free, but sponsored by Anton. Just the person himself. That's it. He doesn't give us any money. But he did let People us are going to stop listening. Friend. People are going to stop listening. They'll be like, I don't know who Anton is, so why on earth will I listen to this We need podcast? to get him on. We need to get him on. We should Anyone listening, we will get him on. This is an announcement now that we are changing the name of our podcast and our website to Manifest Anton. Manifest. <laughs> we will manifest Anton on the show. Yeah. We uh, promise. You so will yeah. see him. One and a half things that made me very angry or very annoyed this week. So I'm glad we got those out of the way because now I want to know what made you happy this week. Um, or related. What, what got you a bit... Um, Get your What? Um, uh, Marie Kondo. Oh. Con mm-hmm. Marie. Yes. So, um, many of you will have seen on Netflix that uh, Marie Kondo is this lovely um, lady who goes around to people's houses. Yeah. She's like super, super polite and super happy all the time. And she goes around to people's houses and helps them um, A, throw out lots of stuff and mm. B, then organize into like a really sensible way the things that they choose to keep. Her folding clothes technique is insane. It's ridiculous. There. Oh, yeah, that's boy. You learned. Yeah. Right. So there's that. We are currently recording this at Mix House, and you can see all of my things are folded. So they can, are folded so the Conmarie way. That's it. However, that was actually um, stolen from Ryan Dixon, who is one of my friends from back home. Oh, okay. He is a. He has a lot of t-shirts, and he has always folded them like he works in a retail store. Oh. So they're always like like rectangular folded so you can see what's on the front of all of them and I stole that that idea from him so I've been doing that for a long time anyway Marie Kondo she's sick Um, and I really like her translator as well her translator's hilarious (laughs) you can tell that she's you can tell that she's trying very hard to stay super happy all the time but she can't keep up with how happy Marie Kondo is (laughs) she's constantly smiling every video amazing she's so good so I've been watching that on Netflix I binged a lot of that Um, and it made me think that although this is a podcast about min- minimalism and intentional living, mm-hmm. we have not actually discussed yet decluttering. We've not. So it's something that we shall attack in the near future. I've written a few things about it. I know you're talking about it as well. Um, so we will... I also have an idea for the March challenge. Okay. I'm scared. So we'll keep dis- listening. Find out. We'll discuss it. Find out. Let's do it. Um, so yes, Marie Kondo has made me very, very happy this week. I've binged a lot of that show. Cool. I will check it out. It's so I know good. it's on there. I've not had time to check it out yet. It's so good. So good. I'm guessing it might be linked. It can't be Anton. So who do you want to give a shout out to? This <laughs> shout week? out to Anton. I'm kidding. Not Anton. Although I really like Anton and that guy's cool. Um, no, I, w- I will give a shout out to um, Brandon Harvey. Oh, okay. So he runs a podcast called... Um, Good news. Good news. Good, and he good, runs good, good a website news. called the good. He runs the good newspaper and goodgoodgood.co. What's co? What uh, company, I guess. Oh right, okay, okay. Anyway, he is, um, and we actually connected on our Instagram. So we had a tiny, 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 tiny chat on Instagram. Um, but he basically he runs this podcast about people who are doing really great things all over the world, and they're. They also do a physical newspaper, which they've just printed a new, um, a new run of this new. Oh. What do they call it? An edition, new edition of the newspaper, um, and it's got in it related to Marie Kondo. It's got in it sustainable ways that you can get rid of all the things that you're getting rid of. Okay. So, what he was saying is that because everyone's gone mad over Marie Kondo and everyone's like conmariing their house and getting rid <laughs> of all their stuff, um, he. The, the newspaper wanted to provide a like practical way for people to get rid of things yeah, sustainably. Yeah, so you're not just binning stuff Correct. off in the street or throwing it away. You're donating it. You're 
exactly. recycling it. Correct. So oh, okay. he, he's gone through and, and listed a load of places. I think it obviously look like I think it's a, a, a American publication, so it's quite a oh, right, Ameri- okay. lo- localized American situation with the with the actual um, recommendations they make. But it it kind of throws out the uh, throws out <laughs> the um, pun not intended <laughs> pun not intended. It throws out the idea that. <laughs> there is always another way to get rid of the thing you're trying to get rid of mm-hmm. um, and that we should try and do those things in a in as sustainable a manner as possible. Um, so if we ever do a decluttering challenge, we'll have to make sure that we're getting rid of those things in a way that affects the environment and people around us in the, in the best way possible. So yeah. that was a good. I, Brandon like Harvey, I like that. He runs Good Newspaper and the Good News Podcast, which we will... Is it just called Good News Podcast? Yeah. Sounds good, I think it's called. Okay. Uh, we'll link it anyway. Yeah, we'll find a link in the show we'll notes. Put we'll put it, up, put it up. Sick. So, yes, those are my three. Baseline. Um, shall we get into some good news? Yes. That like... is a good link because we were just talking segway. about the Segway monster has arrived. So, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Mm. I'm, I'm, you know what? You I'm, go first. I'm really excited for mine. So, I stumbled across this. Uh, this video of these three young, um, like mid to late twenties African American lads helping this ninety-seven-year-old lady. I saw this video. Have you seen yes, it? they're helping her into a car. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not entirely sure. Like she was quite fragile, so I'm not entirely sure what was wrong with her. But yeah, they were helping her. They just walked over. They'd stopped at a gas station on the way back from from somewhere to somewhere else. Petrol station for you UK people. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, and they'd stopped off to get some like snacks and stuff like that, and they saw this this elderly man trying to help his wife in and struggle. So they've just they've not even asked. They've literally just come over, approached, her. <laughs> picked her up. When I read the article, I read the article about it before I watched the video. So I was like, I hope they don't just pick her up. And then I, I watched the video and I was like, You raise me up. We're doing the singing again. <laughs> Uh, but no, like two of them literally put like you know help her in while her husband's there holding her hand, uh, and one of the other lads comes over and he helps the gentleman with his uh, like Zimmer frame like mo- mobility thing, and the old man's like dead happy and he's like, um, really like, he's praising them and he's saying oh thank you so much lads like I'm a hundred years old what? so she's ninety seven and he's a hundred I mean for a start surely they've had their license taken off them by now side note. They got into the car fine and everything was all good. That's insane. He was the driver as well. She was getting in the passenger side. He's he 100 driving. and he's still driving. Yeah. Mm. He, he seemed fine. Once he had that mobility thing, he was fine. He was... I wonder off. if they've got an assisted car. That means they can Ooh, drive possibly. more carefully. I didn't... I mean, it, with it being American, it may be automatic. Mm. Could be. Um, um, because I... That links back to what we were talking about before we started the podcast. Prince Philip has surrendered his oh, driving license. Yes. <laughs> As he's 96. He's 97. 97. 97. Yes. So Prince Philip, who is one of, a member of the royal family. Royal family. Oh. Um, he uh, surrendered his driving license at the age of 97 because he... About time. Yeah, it's probably time. Yeah, it's probably time. It's now, probably time. Like, I mean, he get, uh, do you think he does much driving? No, I really don't think he does. Not a chance. So, I mean, it was on the BBC as breaking news. Prince Philip has a way license. I'm not but sure that is breaking news. I 100% agree it's not breaking news. Did they... Did Now, how did they spell breaking? B-E-B-R-E-A-K-I-N-G. I they missed a trick spell. there. Why? Because they could have put Ooh, breaking is in <laughs> oh, oh my nope. god. Oh yeah. Prince uh, Philip comes in in the clutch. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> to, oh god. To engineer a process where he gets rid of his driving license. No, start with the puns. <laughs> you're in a punny mood, are you? Like, <laughs> uh, but they interviewed one of the lads and they were like, What what made you do that? And he was like, you know what, she could have been my grandmother and a hundred a one hundred years old is a beautiful life. That's now, sick. to look at like, all these le- three lads, I think they do rap music. Sick. So to look at them, you'd probably be like, oh, like, um, you know, wh- why they couldn't yeah, the, ste- the, stereo- the stereotype of, of, of um, yeah, young kind of, young black people in that kind of... Culture. In that culture is yeah. like, they are not going to be helpful. So it's amazing to see someone coming to actually kind of go out of their way and help someone out. Needs yeah, to and do it. But like the, the elderly people weren't even judgmental of it at all. They were like so yeah. thankful and appreciative yeah. and like smiling. Open mind, that's all it's yeah, all Yeah, exactly, that's all it is. Open Definitely. mind, open mind. 
open. This is now the Open Mind podcast. But yeah, no, I, I'll put a, I'll put a link to it in the show notes uh, so everyone can check it out. But yeah, beautiful story, really. Sick. Uh, I like helping old people. I'm down for that. I like helping old people as well. This is the situation I'm in. I, well, I'm not in it anymore because I moved house to move away. <laughs> um, but there was a, a lovely old lady. I mean, she was a bit mad, but she was great. She was wonderful. There was a lady who would walk to... She walked from her flat hmm. to, around two corners up over a bridge to the co-op where I used to live. Right. And pick up the Daily Mail and then walk all the way back, right? Every day. Every day. Crazy. Um, crazy that she's really the Daily Mail to start with. Yeah. Um, but the fact that she was, yeah, she was very old and she would walk this entire route. <laughs> and a couple of times she, I would... How be, long would this route take her, roughly? Well, it would take her probably 20 minutes, but it was like a four-minute walk. Right, okay. Um, so that just tells you how old and frail she was. But every once in a while, she would catch me driving past or, like, picking up the boys from the nursery that's over the road. Yeah. And she'd just be like, can I have a lift? And I'd be like, uh, what? Did you live near her? I'm, I had to go past her house to get to my house. Oh, okay, okay. And she'd seen me walk there a few times. Um, and then she would just get in the car. <laughs> she just... You wouldn't even answer. She'd just be like, "Hey." I'd be like, "I'd be like, uh, yeah," and she'd just get in the front seat and sit there and wait for me to finish strapping them all in, and then we drive. No, yeah, yeah, she was mad. <laughs> she, <laughs> she was great. What the hell? Um, so I moved house. You moved house just to get away from <laughs> no. the crazy old lady. No, I didn't move house to get away from her. I moved house because it's closer to work and it's. Oh, but you know what? You helped her. You helped. You, you weren't was, like, uh, no, go away. Yeah, you, that, you helped her. You don't. Yeah, you, I, like I, I think it's it's um, it's a uh, a tale as old as time where you start to help someone out and eventually they become you become. She part, stops asking. Yeah, and she just gets, she in, just the gets in the car. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> Mick. Oh, okay. Hi. Thanks for my lift. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for asking. <laughs> you stopped asking about eight months ago, woman. <laughs> uh, no, she was great, but she bought the Daily Mail, so I stopped giving her a lift. <laughs> Just run and run her over. <laughs> Don't run old people over, he regardless of what they read. He didn't do that. Okay, so... Tell me yours. My news is um, that New York men's bathrooms must now have baby-changing facilities in them. So there's a lot of revamp work going on in New York, right? I wonder if it's to... Uh, revamp bathrooms that already exist or to mean that every new bathroom now has to have a changing table installed in it. But it's great news. I have two boys under five. Great success. I have often had to wade into the disabled toilet in order to uh, do nappies and stuff on the road. But this is good news for New York and there is a petition going which has a lot of signatures to make this UK law as well. Is it on change.org? Um, we'll link it. Okay. We'll yeah, find we'll find it. it. We'll, we'll put find it, in it and we'll link it. Anyone interested in supporting this movement, get it signed. That's it, because it signed um, I don't like the fact that... Um, okay, like a long time ago, it would have been understanded that the woman would have looked after the kids while the man went off to work. That's a thing of the past. That's very, very old time thinking. Nowadays, I off, I almost always have my kids on my own. I don't want to have to go into the ladies' toilet or into the disabled toilet and take up a toilet that a person who has access needs needs to use. If there was one in the men's toilet, it would make my life much easier. So let's sign a petition to make it UK law as well. And then all, all the men's toilets, even if it's just a changing table and a nappy bit. Is it I'm to happy. change current ones or new ones? I don't care. Only new ones. All of them. Or just to, to get it done. You just put a little, just put a little changing just table a little, in. Boop, little flat Easy. down. Or one of those big red ones that they use as swimming pools. Remember those? Yes, I do remember those. Sick, bro, because they're massive. They've got a hole in the middle, so your wet kid, all of the water drips down the hole. Sick. Drains um, away. That's an aside. Gone. That's it. News. Uh, that was short, brief. We didn't I have that one. We didn't have a theme tune for the news this week. News, news, news. Good, 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 good news. No, not feeling it. No, not as good as yours. No, you want to say something, don't you? I um, I, I really liked it. Liked what? My news. Yeah, I'm sure your news jingle. I'm trying to be more positive. You didn't like it at all. No, it Just terrible. go on. What would yours be then? Um, I think I'd probably hire like. Um, Brian Cox or Neil deGrasse Tyson no, or someone. No, because it's frugal February, so you can't hire anyone. You can't yeah, pay for something. It's consumable, isn't it? I'm not actually going to own anything. Yeah, but you, it's unnecessary. We can come up with our own because <laughs> I've just come up with one. You come up with one. Okay, news. 
This is time for the news. If you like good news, then listen up, cause it's time for the good news. News! Diabolical, terrible. Mine was far better and I, shorter, a lot shorter. I used to write songs for a living, so you can, you can do one, mate. Uh, this week's essay. Yes. Powerful words. Yes. This is um, an essay called Summits, which um, was kind of a co-write, actually. Ooh. Um, so I wrote most of it, and then... Who were we featuring? Was, there was no feature, but um, Faith went through it and kind of fluffed it up a little bit, so that's probably Took it I, apart, went, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, and filled it all in. She did most of the work. No, she, she didn't, <laughs> but she was, she was very helpful in, in um, putting it together. Um, basically, it's um... okay. So we went to Wales. Yes. We took a week away. We went to Wales and we went on lots of walks without our phones and um, went up mountains and got rained on and it was great. Um, and there was one period where we tried to walk up this um, walk up this very very steep. Uh, quarry road mm -hmm. and it was so wet that we had to turn around and come back oh you slide was it a slide it was, it was slide. awful um we were underprepared we didn't bring waterproof jackets and we were idiots um the next day i got up really early and went and tried to run up the same thing oh and i made it all the way to the top boy. boom boom so um this is just me <laughs> this is just me writing about uh, Were you excited you did that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was me, uh, this is me writing about getting all the way to the top and what I experienced when I got there. So this is called Summits. 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 <laughs> Yesterday, we didn't make it to the top, but today I did. I made my way up the cold, wet path to the slate flats and to the two smaller lakes above the tiny Welsh town. Circled the larger body of water beyond the views of the houses below and sat alone on a moss-covered rock with only the muted sound of the endless waves kissing the beach for company. There is something extremely freeing about the eerie silence of a mountaintop. I removed my headphones, paused my podcast and sat with just my thoughts and the wind for company. The green taste in the air is painted on a canvas of freshly fallen rain and grass not trodden since the season began. The mist moves slowly away from the slither of sand I have made my home, covering the water like a fresh dusting of icing sugar atop a mirror-smooth setting summer dessert. The rocky crests that frame the lapping water seem almost unreachable, their peaks not quite touching the thinning clouds above. Beneath my feet, a mess of shingle and slate fight for position on the beach, hoping for a glimpse of the icy cold waves. The view is also almost too much for my mortal brain and my feeble lungs to handle. Breathtaking. Never mind the nearly three miles I have run uphill to get here. This view, this sight, this moment requires, requires more time than I have to take it in and, I, and will probably take a lifetime to fully understand. What I learned in this moment is this. Sometimes, in order to appreciate a situation to its fullest extent, you have to switch everything else off. Yes, the podcast and the watch, but more importantly, the brain. Forget the world, forget the bills, forget the car, the job, the responsibilities, the rest. Moments like these are what make life worth living, calm, cold, and carefree. A symphony is playing all around us. The sound of long grass blowing in a stiff wind, of icy water kissing a tiny isolated patch of untouched sand of sodden earth and stony trails between our aching, weary legs. The music is playing. We just have to switch off in order to hear it. You know what? I really want a cake. <sighs> you were talking about desserts. I really want a cake. Yeah, but it's um, winter, and I said summer dessert. So... Yeah, I can still have a summer dessert. We were at the shop the other day and bought mini milks. What of it? Mini milk ice lollies. It's frugal Feb. You shouldn't have bought anything. Well, we were at the supermarket and Jenna was like, I want some of these. And I was like, you're paying. And she said, okay, and bought them. She's not doing frugal fit. She is. So Jenna's doing it differently to us. Okay. So she's just buying whatever she wants. <laughs> no, she's not buying anything new, but she's been a little bit more relaxed with the consumable side of things. Right, okay. So I'm where I'm trying to change habits and build new routines, she's just like happy with all of that. She's a lot better at that than I am. Right. Like with preparing food and things like that, I'm terrible at it. Right. So I'm doing that, but she's like a bit more relaxed with the consumable side of things. Yeah. So the ice lollies, valid, fine. You're allowed those. I'll, I'll, I'll let you off. Yeah, that bit. I'm yet to consume one, so. Ah. 
So that Fight bit, the powers. That bit was actually part of what Faith ironed out for me because I, I couldn't quite get the wording right. To ah, like, I like it. It's powerful. To put, to put into context what it was like being up there. Um, I really want myself to run up a really... Like, there's nothing better... Because I've, I've done a run in the rain before and there's nothing better than doing the run in the rain, persevering through it, being absolutely sodden through and then just going home getting it all off having a shower and just getting in your comfies oh my god there is nothing better than that feeling i like that bit at the end yes but my favorite bit of the run is um when you're this situation when you're right at the top of whatever you're running i I mean i run up a lot of mountains because it's what i do for fun but when you're right at the top and you've been listening to a podcast or you've been listening to music or whatever and you suddenly you take your headphones out and you pause whatever you're listening to and you realize how quiet it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of then, the only things you can really hear are your heart beating, yourself breathing and wind. Um, That's and crazy. It, which, it, which is insane because the entire way up, you've been working really, really hard to get up there. You've had music blaring in order to like help motivate you up. Mm-hmm. And then when you get up there, you take it all, it's literally, the mo- where, I, where I was on top of this um, thing was the most quiet I think I've ever experienced. That's scary. It was really, really weird. But like, like scary because you can't hear anything. Yeah. Because you're so far from everything. You're so far taken from everything else. But yeah. it must have been so freeing. It was so good. Um, and I think it was part of... Part of the reason we wanted to get away was because we kind of had had a kind of whirlwind three months and then Mark offered us his cottage mm-hmm. and we were like, sick. How far is this quarry from the cottage? It only, took me like, only took me like three or four miles to get there. Okay. So it wasn't too bad, um, but it was exactly what I needed. Um, all the like craziness of moving house and yeah. job stuff and, and bills and starting a website and all that stuff all kind of like fade away. and you suddenly you you realize that there's so much more going on outside of of your experience and the only way to kind of fully take in what's going on around you is to switch everything else off mm-hmm. um i think i have this is obviously like a a um very small taste of that um idea mm-hmm. but the same thing comes for me when i'm reading or when i'm driving because um, in order to concentrate on what you're doing, you have to kind of remove all of the distractions that are kind of mm. clouding your mind and your concentration. I, I find the same thing with driving. So obviously I only passed my test last June. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. But I have enjoyed driving. So I enjoy driving back. It takes me about 35 minutes or so to drive back from yours to mine. And when I drive back tonight, it'll be dark. And it'll just be, I'll have probably a podcast on and I'll just, I'll just zone out and I'll just think, I get time to myself, I get to think yeah. and there's nothing else going on other than concentrating on the driving and listening to the podcast yeah. and, like, and it's so relaxing. Yeah. And I think the, uh, the other instance in which you have to do that when you're driving is, it's, it's strange, but I, have you ever thought about the reason we, when we're looking for something when we're driving or we're going to, we're about to attempt a maneuver, you'll always turn down the radio. Yes, I do always do that, actually, yeah. Why does it make any difference? I don't know. I guess because I want to know in my mind that I've got full concentration on what I'm doing and yeah. I'm not distracted by the radio. Yeah, so all of the, all of, what it does is, obviously, your, your brain only has a certain amount of bandwidth and it's taken up most of the time by your schedule and work and money and tasks you have to carry out during the day and your kids are screaming at you, and I've got to do There's this. There's always next. something next. Correct. Always, There's always, always something always. else going on. And the 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 beauty of this situation that I experienced was that none of that stuff was going on. Like I was, I I, I wasn't at work because I'd have the I'd have the week off. Mm-hmm. I knew Faith was still in bed, so that was fine. I didn't have to worry about her. I knew the boys were looked after because they were with her, they were with their mum. I knew that. I was going back to work in a few days. I had a few days to kind of relax. Mm-hmm. I turned off the all of the like external stuff from life and could just concentrate on being like completely in a moment where it was so quiet I could hear my own brain ticking over. Um, and that's the same thing you do when you're driving and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm looking for number 
12 on this road and you'll, you'll turn down the radio and drive slower and peer out the window because your brain can't process the radio, the driving, the, and the looking all at the same time. Mm -hmm. So if you remove one of those things from your bandwidth, you then extend your ability to do the other tasks. Yeah, because I always find like you don't want to get distracted by the radio. You don't want to hear something that's like, oh, attention. Yeah, 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 and yeah. then you're all of a sudden like, oh, well, oh, I've already driven past the number I need now. So, yeah. you know, because then that creates frustration, having to reverse back and find it again. Definitely. Um, the other experience I have of this, of this phenomenon is that... Um, when I'm reading, previously I would have put on, and I've done it recently, is like put on some music in the background. The other day I was listening to um, Damien Rice's, uh, I think it might even be his debut album, it's called O, oh, and mm. every song on it is incredible. All the songs are good, which is weird for an album. Yeah, it is. It's like every single song on there is could, could be a single. Um, but because I, I know the album so well, when it clicks over to a new song, I'm like, oh, I love this song, and I've already, I've already stopped reading. <laughs> yeah, because your mind's now on the song. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yes, yeah, like, woo! And I love, uh, I love the choruses, and I love the way that he builds, and I love all the instruments that, that get used and how they get used, and I found myself not being able to concentrate on the thing I wanted to do, which, which was to read the book, because my brain was focusing on all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so now I will literally read in silence. But do you not find house noises distracting, like a, the creak of a door or the tumble of a washing machine or the, the bang of a next door neighbor? And do you not never find they distracting because you're always then like, oh, what was that? Yeah. Ooh, and your, your mind wanders into um, what that could be and not what's in the book. A little bit. Um, I've gotten a little bit. I, I was really, really hyper affected by it when I first had kids because mm. I yeah. used to be able to hear Luca rolling over in bed from another room. Oh wow. Because I'm a really, really light sleeper and also have like really light levels of concentration. So especially if something else is going on in another room, I find it very hard to like switch off and mm -hmm. zone out from it. So I would hear him like rolling over in bed and then wake up in the middle of the night and be like, is everything okay? You get like parent panic. Of course, yeah. Um, but I also grew up in a house with lots of people in it. All right, okay. Um, so there was always people shouting and doors getting slammed and stuff moving around so it's not as bad yeah so and and in this house the heating creaks so when you set the heating on it like makes loads of noise. <laughs> yeah. it's great it's like it's haunted it's like it really doesn't want to be on <laughs> no um which is fine um and you kind of learn to zone those out um but yeah the 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 brain's ability to concentrate on only one thing is like a constant reminder because it's yeah it teaches you not only to switch everything off, but also to say no to all the other stuff. Mm -hmm. Like if you are trying to concentrate on work or you're trying to concentrate on a new project or I don't know, anything, the, it's very easy for you to also take on tasks B, C and D at the same time, but it then affects immediately your ability to concentrate on task A because you know you've got other stuff going on around you. Yeah. Um, so this was a, 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 big, a big kind of wake up moment and it has put, put me in a place where I now need to make sure I'm only concentrating on one thing at a time. There are a lot of people I know that do that. They try and take on too much. They overcomplicate things. Yeah. Like if you just simplify it down, do one task, complete that, then the next, then the next. Yeah. I've, I've done it myself. I've done it so many times where I've gone, right, I'll do a bit of this, do a bit of that, do a bit of this. Yeah. But then you're, you're then not putting 100% effort into one, the, the, yeah. the first, second or third task you're trying to do. You're yeah. then spreading yourself out. You're creating stress, anxiety. Yeah. You, you, you're, not, you're not feeling fulfilled when you complete that task and mm. seeing it ticked off. You're then going, cool, uh, I'll do a bit of that, do a bit of this, do a bit of that, go back to task A again. And then you're like, well... Yeah. Oh, well, I've not finished that. But then you don't want to almost finish it because you're like quite excited about task C. Yeah. Oh, what could task D be? Uh -huh. So, I yeah, think, I think simplifying it would be easy. A hundred percent. Like definitely it's, it's about, it's about, yeah, keeping things simple. But um, I think it's not even to do with, it's not even always to do with effort. It's to do with um, like focus. I could have on that mountain had, had kept my podcast going or like been thinking about everything else that was going on in my life at that time. Mm -hmm. The only way to turn all that stuff off was to literally make a, do the physical act of taking out my headphones <laughs> and like 
I, I, I put them away. Like it wasn't even just like pause. What like I literally put them away. So you're not tempted. You know, the Temptations not yeah. worth. Um, and it. I and it was a it was a big eye opener because, um, yeah, like you say, there's always something else going on, and it's it's very rare nowadays that we find time to be exactly in the moment that you're living because you're always thinking about x y and z that else else that needs to happen yeah, yeah. And you're worrying about other things going so going i on. i finished writing a piece the other day that i sent you for the site yeah um and i was immediately all oh, right what's next i sh- when all i wanted to do was be happy about the fact that i'd finished yeah. that one and yeah. enjoy that one very and be difficult like, for you to enjoy it if you're thinking about yeah because i'd already written like four ideas for a new piece i wanted to do and i was like oh yeah but I should just enjoy the one that I've done. Yeah. Get it finished, get it finalized, and get it ready to go. Yeah. And then start the next one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I know what you mean. It is hard, especially living in the city as well, because there's always noises. There's always something distracting you from. Yeah. From that focus. And I live. I live between a church and a pub. Uh, where's the church? Oh, uh, right. So it's easy. It's just out that window. Um. So. Every 15 minutes. We heard the pub when you played it <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, so there's always something going on. When you're writing, how do you like the room? Um, I can't, like, dark, I guess. I tend to prefer writing in the day, but I have great ideas at night. Right. So I will normally jot them down and plan them out at night, and I will write during the day. Yeah. So on my days off, I'll sit at my table, I'll get my laptop out, curtains are open, sun's coming through. Or the, the the lights coming through, should I say? Um, and just I'm just writing away. Yeah. Uh, but do I have? don't have the lights on directly above me. I have sort of like the lighting on around me. Okay. And music. Uh, I normally would have. So I've started recently putting room music on, okay. like from my HomePod. Ah. But previous to that, I used to put specific like headphones specifically in, so that there was no distraction. Ah. There was literally just music directly into my ears, yeah. and I couldn't hear anything else that was going on. Mm-hmm. I what about uh, you? I quite like to write with the TV on in the background. I can't do that. Just I've tried it too many times and like something might come up or an advert might come up and I'll be like, oh, that sounds interesting. Oh, that's grabbed me. Oh, right, okay, now I'm distracted from what I'm doing. I don't watch TV with adverts because I don't have a TV license. Oh, yeah. So I only have Netflix and DVDs. Even with Netflix, though, I've tried to just put nonsense on or stuff in the background and something always make me laugh or grab my attention and I'm like, no, I need to be focused. Got to turn it down a little bit. I think it's a yeah. It's I'm still building the habit. Yeah, I'm still I'm, building that habit. So. I'm, and it won't. It doesn't always work. Like sometimes, like I, I, I wrote a lot of stuff that some of the stuff that we're talking about now I wrote while watching the fourth season of Peaky Blinders. Ah, yeah, couldn't of, couldn't do that to Peaky Blinders. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, not very, it's not a very relaxing environment to nope. be in. Like gangsters beating each other up in uh, Birmingham. Um, but yeah, I will stick something on in the background. Um, but I also see a massive benefit when I just turn it off. Yeah. When I turn off the podcast, I turn off the TV, I turn off whatever else noise is going on. Um, you suddenly your brain goes, oh, okay, now we can work. There was an album I discovered recently, actually. One of the guys from work showed it to me. Um, let me see if I can... Find it was called Lofi, I want to say L O F I. Lo fi. Lo fi, hip hop and chill wave. And it was a little album of really nice chill music. And yeah. I've, I've tried writing to that, and uh, I find actually that's quite nice to listen people to. Say, people say that film soundtracks are good for concentrating and The Inception too. soundtrack. Oh my god. Anything by Hans Zimmer, done. Yeah, the um, all of the Batman stuff apparently is really good. The Dark Knight stuff's really good. Yeah. Um, um, because, and the reason it is because film soundtracks are designed to keep you concentrating. The Pacific Rim one's one of my favourite. Yeah, they're designed to keep you engaged, but also not be distracting. But I think they also make you think back to that point of the, mo- uh, the movie, but yeah. they also get you, because obviously the they're all most of them are instrumental, so they will build up and up and up and up, and there'll be a point where you're like writing, you're like, yes, I can do this. <laughs> yeah. Like you're almost motivated by yeah. the music, you're like yes, yeah. Hans Zimmer, yes, yes, Hans Zimmer, yes, Hit I me. am about to kill the Joker, yes, I am taking yeah. him down. Wait, did, does the Joker get killed? I don't know. I made that bit up. I'm fairly sure he doesn't. Batman's not a murderer, or is he? Murder, murder. Where is she? Tell me where the drugs are. Don't lie to me. That's my Batman impression. That's good. Thanks. Bit too positive, but good. I've been practicing with Batman for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> You've definitely not. <laughs>
haven't. Um, Don't lie to the people. So yeah, the the um, the essay summit is available for you to read on the website. Um, unless you've already read it. Unless you've already read it, it's been up for a little bit. So yeah, well, what what we're doing currently is we're working through some of the stuff that's already up on the site. Unless a fantastic new idea pops in and it fits in with kind of Boop. where we're headed, um, we are going to be working through the next few essays on the site over the course of the next few episodes. So we're on summits right now. Um, one of my yeah, I, I've said you were one. passionate about this one. I was. So perspective uh, is was my previous favourite. Um, that one and this one are two of the my favourite things I've ever written. Um, so this, and weirdly enough, they're both about getting out of the city and yeah, they are. finding a kind of place of quiet in order to... I think this to, Welsh, Welsh getaway did you a world of good. It was amazing. Um, it was exactly what Because you did it before we, before we started Manifest Implicity, didn't you? So yeah. I think that... And I think also... Motivator, we, maybe? Correct. Um, yeah, I think we had, we'd been toying with the idea of starting a website and we both had very similar ideas about kind of intentional living and we're both really into the idea of kind of simplifying your life in order to get the most out of it um, and we've thrown around the idea of starting a yeah a podcast and then a website and wanted to do a YouTube channel and lots of other stuff um, so yeah it was nice to kind of get a bit of um, perspective on what actually what actually um, simplicity does mean and that situation where there was so much going on around me that all I had to do was like switch off, be intentional about switching off, and it made everything come kind of come into focus, which was amazing. Um, so yeah, perspective and summits. This one summits. So if you go to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash summits, you'll find this essay up there. Um, and we would love to hear feedback from you. So if you have had a similar experience yourself, where you have been in a situation. Um, where there's lots going on in your life, there's lots of noise around you. We want to know how you switched everything off. We want to know what that feeling was like when you got rid of all the noise and unnecessary um, uh, distractions and uh, yeah, the distractions in your life that kind of were taking away from the moment. We want to know how that felt. Um, so if you are um, if you are someone who's experienced something like that, please do get in touch. You can email us now. Um, it's hello at manifestsimplicity.com. Um, that's probably the best way to get in touch. We are also on Instagram and we we are. Are, we're on Twitter as well. Yeah, we're on both. Yeah, we're all over the shop. All the good social meds. Yeah, which social meds are we not on? Facebook. And we're not on MySpace. Does MySpace even still exist? Or Tumblr. Oh, Tumblr, yeah. No, Remember we're not the on Tumblr. That. Still going. Did you ever have a Tumblr account? Don't think so. I had about five. Pinterest was another one I wasn't too yeah. into. They were very similar. I wasn't. It's just lot, lots of great pictures. Why did you have five Tumblrs? We need I to talk about that. I delete it. It was like, oh, I'm starting one for this, and then delete it and be like, oh, no, actually, I'm going to do one for this, and then I delete it and be like, no, I'm going to do one. Oh, yeah, I just carry it. Oh, on. okay. I didn't have five at once. I'm not a I was going to, yeah, it sounded that way. Um, so, yes. Uh, Summits is out now, so go and have a read. It's everyone's favourite time. It's time for Ask, Ask Reddit. Ask, Ask Reddit. Ask Reddit. Ask Reddit. So, do you want me to go first? Please. So, how did you meet your current significant other was the question I stumbled across. Sick question. I've picked out two of my favourite answers and I will tell, we will tell ours. Oh my God! The top answer is literally, and the most upvoted answer was Ancestry.gov. <laughs> Someone underneath this has also commented, like a sub-comment, and it was Ancestry.com also worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was quite good. That is ridiculous. Uh, Reddit is so smart. You know what's... Cr- you know what very love, quick. You know what I love about Reddit is that... Because of the way it's the because of the way that the website is is made and how upvotes work, mm-hmm. all of the like hilarious stuff always filters to the top. Yeah, because everyone's just like yes, yes, yes they're like I yes. agree with this mental statement. Um, that's funny. Ancestry.com. How did you meet your significant other? Ancestry.com or Incestry.com. Incestry.com. Uh, now I didn't check out if Incestry.com's a thing. Well, um, we'll link to it if it is. <laughs> <laughs> Begrudgingly, we will. Um, but the, the answer, a, a bit further down, I quite liked, which was, she needed a ride, she knew a mutual friend, 
So he proceeded to rap uh, word for word Wu Tang Clan's triumph. Wow. Married with twins now. Is that. That's a wordy song. Mm, very, very, very wordy. That's wordy. Well, they're now married with twins, and apparently Wu Tang is for the children. Um, are, there t- are there kids named after Wu Tang Clan I members? I think they've actually called their children Wu and Tang. <laughs> <laughs> Thing. <laughs> if the person that made this comment is listening, please let us know what you named your job. Why didn't I see that coming? It's such an obvious gag. Oh, oh Woo and Tang. Ah, uh, it's Reddit. That's so funny. Oh, bands. Classic, oh, classic. How so you... how did... No. Oh, how did you and Jen meet? Jinx, buy me... Co- um, We're not buying anything this month. <laughs> oh, yeah. My bad. Um, so, actually, it's a bit of a funny story. Now that you've said that, it's not going to be funny. It's definitely setting expectations. Tell, tell it very quickly. So, it is a quick one. Uh, basically, I started uh, where we work with another lad called Connor. Uh, Connor already knew someone that worked at the at the place. Uh, or the, the work establishment. Yeah, so you might, you might have recognised that we don't tell people where we work. Definitely. It's part of we're our work doing. contract that we're not allowed to tell you where we also, work. Also, we wouldn't anyway. Yeah, it's kind of... It doesn't it's, really matter. It's not important. It's, but it's a side thing. Just for people who are like, oh, why do they never talk about the place they work? If you know us in real life, you'll know where we work. Um, and if you don't, then you don't need to know. So don't worry about it. Boom. Just enjoy the podcast. That's it. Uh, so, and, and my lovely little story. So, so yeah, anyway, we started at work and we were told about this small girl with black hair that preys on the new people. Oh my gosh. And I was like, right, this is, sounds interesting. She sounds mean. She sounds interesting. So, uh, Connor and me went for a beer before we started, uh, before we'd actually had our enrolment. And um, we, his friend, Will, had sent him her profile and was like, this is her. So we knew who to look out for. I actually thought she looked quite cute. Oh, Won't lie, lovely. she looked quite cute. So, and then later on, I started. Long story short, I started uh, made conversation with her uh, briefly. It was like, oh hey, I'm Craig, blah blah. Um, Going to be joining your team soon. She was like, ah, she bit your head off. <laughs> she basically <laughs> stripped me down. No, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she she actually ran off really nervous and ran into the back. Um, uh, that's, and, and that's when you knew. That's when I knew she was a runner. <laughs> she got big hands. No, she, she's a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop with the puns. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, anyway, Get and some later on, gloves for Christmas. I, I started in her team and um, we, we went on a couple of cheeky little dates and, yeah, it's five years in now. Nice. So, yeah. well, well, four and a bit years. We love Almost Jen. five years. Jen's yeah. awesome. Love you, Jen. Love Jen. Uh, yeah, Jen's great. She's been amazing. Um, um, she puts up with us spending Sunday nights together. <laughs> not, not like together. together? Not, like, like we don't spend the night together. Not everyone's meant to know that we, we get spend, in bed after this. We spend the evening. Oh, my bed is nicely made, so you won't be going at it. Oh. Um, we spend the evening together, and then you drive home to your house where you fall asleep, and I stay here, and I fall asleep. Are you saying that but very we, clearly so the people listening... But we do uh, FaceTime each other. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Naughty. Is that why you got us both the ducks last month? Yeah. Little, yeah. yeah, so we can FaceTime. So you can watch me sleep and I can watch you sleep. Make sure everything's okay. That's weird. I just want to hear you breathing. Oh, right, okay. Freak. Freak. So, tell me, how how did you meet Faith? Um, Well, this is a bit of a story (laughs) around work. Um, You say story, the truth. Well, it is the truth, and it's like, I'm pretty proud. It's a good story. I'm pretty proud of it. You're a ballsy man. Yeah. um, Basically... um, as part of my um, minimalist lifestyle, I have kind of taken it upon myself to try and make some other people's lives nicer. Mm-hmm. So every once in a while, I'll be driving through Starbucks drive through and I'll pay for the people behind me in the queue. Or we'll be at a restaurant and I will pay for a glass of wine for an old couple or something. Like, I, want, I like to do nice things so that people get happy. Yeah. That's the dream. That would make me happy. Correct. Um, in, at where we work, there is a, near where we work, there is a coffee shop. 
and I went, I went there on my lunch break in order to get myself some lunch and get myself a coffee. And there was a girl who was from, who's clearly from the makeup hall downstairs, and she was struggling with what to get. So I jumped in and I said, do you need some help? She was like, oh my God, yes, please. And I was like, okay, cool. So I had this the other day and it goes really well with this. And she was like, oh my God, thank you so much. I was struggling what to get. And then she ate it and threw it. <laughs> no. <laughs> then I was in front of her in the queue. So I paid for mine and I also paid for hers. And ah. I said, let me get you your lunch. And I paid for it. And then instead of like introducing myself and having a nice chat and then that being it, I just walked off. Just got out of there. I was like, bye. And I just left. Um, she asked the people at the coffee shop where I worked, came into work, gave me her phone number, and then we text messaged each other. Oh. Yeah. How long were you messaging before you went out on your date? Um, I think like a week. Oh, nice. Yeah, we went out like pretty, pretty swiftly, and I maintained that we went on two dates in one, because we met for breakfast, and then we liked hanging out together so much that we also went for lunch on the same day. That is, that is two dates, <laughs> I, would, I would count that. Uh, yeah, it was cool. Um, so yes, I bought her lunch. Oh, that's a nice one. Yeah. Um, and like it's kind of gained a bit of, a bit of fame around the... Like her family were like, oh, it's so nice. And I was like, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it sounds like I was like really chivalrous. And like, <laughs> but you were. But I was just like, oh, let me let me just pay for your lunch because. And then you just darted out. And then I just, just yeah, just went. I think that's that's like the cool way. Did to you do expect it. her to come into work and hand you a number? Not like I, I I wasn't like I wasn't expecting her to do it, but I was quite happy when she did. Yeah, I thought, of course. She, I thought she was really. That's nice. a really nice thing to do. Yeah, so I was, I was, yeah, pleasantly surprised when she oh, nice. brought me. She brought me a little chocolatey snack and her her phone number, and then I text her. A, a little chocolate. Basically, snack. I was like, I can't wait for this day to end so I can text her. <laughs> <laughs> Not allowed to do that at work. Uh, so yeah, that was it. Oh, amazing! That's we a nice little story. Yeah, and now she's. Learning to dive in Bali. Oh, the photos. Yeah. With the turtles. Yeah, so Faith is currently diving with turtles in Bali with her friend Lucy. And so jealous. Every time she did it twice, didn't she? She's done it loads of times. And they're actually at a diving school oh. right now. <laughs> and every time she sends me a picture, I'm just like, oh God. Like I'm like I'm, I massively appreciate the fact that she's going and doing something that she's been planning for ages. But every time she sends me a picture of her, like on the beach in the sun and I look out the window and it's snowing in Manchester. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> oh great. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, awesome. Um, my Ask Reddit is a little bit with... Um, it linked back to summits. Oh my God. Um, so we were talking about what you use to concentrate when you're writing and then about switching all the kind of exterior noise off in order to be able to concentrate on the moment that you're living. But this question is, um, a little bit different. So it's those of you who need background noise to sleep, what do you find works best? I don't, I you, don't need it. Oh, well. Ah, as, no, here we go. As mentioned previously, love Bob Ross. You, but, but can you put Bob Ross on and fall asleep? Yeah, I do it every night. Ask Jenna. For the last week, we've put Bob Ross on. I'm about 10 minutes in and Jenna's going, Craig, Craig, do you want to turn this off now? Because I'm asleep. So she wakes me up to go, do you want to turn this off now? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, all right, you could have just carried you on watching just, it. You could have just turned it off. Which she, she always goes, oh, yeah, I know. But then just wakes me up anyway. Yeah, so thanks, does. Jen. Thanks, Jen. But yeah, Bob Ross, uh, I like a good TV show that doesn't need my attention. I'm not too invested in it. I'm just, I put it on. And Bob Ross is painting. Background noise. Yeah, and he just beats the devil out of it all the time. He's so good. He's just brilliant. Um, For all of you who haven't heard of Bob Ross, because there's a surprising amount of people I've really? found, yes. Like, I've never watched it, and I still know who he is. He's a very... That's because I'm deep in the, very meme, white, in the meme culture, bro. Meme culture. Very white, hippie, Afro-rocking, American man. Uh, lived in Florida, uh, who's a fantastic painter. Yeah. Uh, and he's got two things on Netflix. There's Chill with Bob Ross, and there is Bob Ross Beauty is Everywhere. So and it's just snippets from all of his shows, The Joy of Painting, all nice. over the different seasons. Uh, what I love, like, I, I've seen little, little clips of it online. And what I love is that you're like, that doesn't look like anything. Like, what is that? Yeah. And then 10 minutes later, you're like, oh, what the heck? How did he, he do He starts that? a painting and he's just like, right, we'll just do yeah. this blue. <laughs> yeah. and we'll, just we'll just get this knife and scrape this on. And I'm like, <laughs> it's a mountain, Bob. It's a mountain. Yeah, it's crazy. So good. Um, lots of people on Reddit were saying that they like um, Frasier or... Oh, Frasier's a, everyone loves Frasier's Raymond. a good one. No, I don't like that one. No. Um, 
American Office, lots of people were saying Ooh, as I well. Could all, uh, yeah, I, could, I probably could fall asleep to that. Um, I've seen it about eight times. Friends, you know stuff that's just like, it's like mindless viewing. Yeah, like they're all have... old shows we've all yeah, seen before. Correct. So. Um, I am a, if you check your, if, if you like check the, the hours you use on your phone, there's an app you can do, you can use called Moment that checks what you're using your phone for the most. It's also built in now on our phones. Correct. Um, it, uh, mine is 55 hours in the last week wow. of podcasts. Jesus. Just <laughs> a lot of <laughs> podcasts. So I'll listen to a podcast on the way to work, a podcast at lunch, a podcast on the way home from work, three or four podcasts in the morning, three or four in the evening when I'm going to bed. That's and a I, lot of podcasts. That's a lot of podcasts. And I'll leave it. So there's a feature on the iPhone where you can tell it to go asleep after the at the end of this episode oh yeah so i just put that on and i put like a two or three hour podcast on and it will just play all the way through and i'll fall asleep and then it'll turn itself off it's amazing no that's really good it's so good lots of people were saying also um um a like room fan a room a room fans are good room fans good in the summer that helped me sleep when it was really really hot I would struggle to get to sleep because it was so hot, but I'd just listen to the fan whirring yeah. through and I would fall asleep. Some people would say also that they were doing it in the winter, but just pointing the fan away from them. So they didn't get the cool, <laughs> but they got the noise. Right, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's fine. I've or, done that before, actually, to be fair. I bet there's a YouTube video out there somewhere of fan noises. A hundred percent. Yeah, one of the other things I was going to say is that people like, um, like waves on a beach um, and uh, like, yeah, rain on a, on a, rain on a window... Um, fan noise found it yeah. really awesome fan sound for sleep 10 hours long 10 hours that's insane bro. that is fan noise that's ridiculous that is just a really high powered fan why don't you just get a fan yeah <laughs> or YouTube for 10 hours <laughs> yeah um, Wayne Rooney mm, footballer apparently no, I don't know how true this is, but apparently he still sleeps with a Hoover on. <laughs> that sounds like bollocks. <laughs> that sounds like internet <laughs> bullshit to me. But that would be amazing if that was true. I want to. I want. You know what? I'm going to look that up right. Right, now. you Google it. Um, I have um, some recommendations for podcasts that are good for this kind of thing. And what you need is some people who have got voices that aren't um, super. Uh, not recognisable, but like grating, like they don't jump out of the of the speaker. Um, How stuff works is very very good for this. Um, the Joe Rogan podcast is very very good, and his podcasts are really long as well, so you get like lots of lots of listen time while you're asleep. Um, the other thing you could try is the app Calm, um, which has now built in bedtime stories. Sick, bro. So if you want to um, fall asleep, you put on a little story and it will read to you. And it's got like Stephen Fry and Liam Neeson reading you stories. No. Yeah, bro. Is this an app? It's on, it's on the Calm app. You've got to pay. So you've got, okay, you pay okay. a subscription. Um, and then there's bedtime stories built in with like um, famous people with really nice voices who will uh, read you a bedtime story. Ooh. Um, oh, Calm Meditation and Spa. Calm.com. Correct. That's the bad boy. That's the one. Um, so yeah, you can check that out. Wow, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, so the Wayne Rooney story was from 2007. Okay. Um, apparently many sports stars have a, a, have a bedtime routine to help them switch off and sleep. And yep. his is a vacuum cleaner on in the bedroom. That's so sick. Crazy. Imagine trying to sleep next to it and not liking that. I imagine that's something Fez does. Yeah. He loves a good vacuum his cleaner. He's probably in the bed though. <laughs> his, his vacuum cleaner <laughs> so there's a guy we work with who is obsessed with vacuum cleaners hoovers um, fairly sure he's going to marry one one day uh, so now we're insinuating that he sleeps with them first um, Chris Farrell we love you <laughs> just full named him out there full um, named him yeah that guy that guy does love hoovers he loves vintage tech he does. He's a big ret- retro fez. Retro tech. Retro hoovers. Uh, yes. So there are lots of things you can use. The Calm app has got cool bedtime stories on it. Um, also, if you are a Harry Potter fan, Stephen Fry reads the entire book. Book There's or books? Books, all of them. No. Yeah, boy. So you can listen to Stephen Fry tell oh, the Jan- entire... Jenna loves Stephen Fry. There we go. Does she like Harry Potter? There we go. 
Yes. Yes, yes, he does. Uh, he's shaking his head. Uh, cool, that's the Ask Reddits. If you um, have answers to those questions, we want to know how you met your significant other. If you if you met them on ancestry.com, maybe don't tell us because we'll... Oh, no, do tell us. Oh, yeah, no, we want to know. Do tell us. Um, uh, if you have got a cool, uh, this is how I met my spouse or this is how I met my significant other story, please do email us or hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. We want to know. And we also want to know how you fall asleep because sometimes I find it pretty hard. What you got to do is tire yourself out, basically. I'd really like to know if everyone's enjoying hearing about Anton. Yeah. It could just become a segment Why of the show. Why are we mentioning him again? We've gone nearly an hour without mentioning him, and now we've mentioned him again. <laughs> I feel he needs mentioning. I love that guy. Uh, so, what we want to um, finish the show on is this. Sleep with your fan on. Mm. Unless... Um, Remember to turn it off, though, mm. if you want to live in the moment. Correct. Now we're talking. Right. It's time for us to get back to the real world, but we'll see you next time on Manifest Simplicity. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave us a five-star review. That way, more people get to hear and see the show. So if you leave a review, it like jumps us up the charts, and maybe uh, the podcast apps will be a bit kinder to us, um, and that means more people get to see it. So that's great. If you want to read more things we've written, check out the blog at manifestsimplicity.com. And if you want to keep up with our daily lives, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter um, under various handles. But if you just search Manifest Simplicity, it will come up. Yeah, we do come up now. That's it. We'll see you soon. But until next time, keep it simple. Bye.